everyone, it's Connor. It's been a while. I'm going to do my fireside chat at the beginning here to cover some of our bases. You guys have done a lot in the past few months while I've had to step back a little. Thank you for tuning into our Galericon campaign. I had a lot of fun getting to be a player again, and I'm really looking forward to more of Eric's world in the future. And thank you for checking out our Monster of the Week game, Hell's Horses. You'll note that Eric stole that phrase from John Hand. Stay tuned for more details about the future of Hell's Horses and enter Galericon in the coming months. We've started doing some streaming on Twitch as well, at twitch.tv slash goblinsandgambles. At the moment, Eric is playing through Icewind Dale with the worst party I can imagine. A few of us will likely rotate through the channel to play some games we've always wanted to share. Thank you again to Liam, who has done some pretty astounding work with the music and art. We've upped our image game and we're all very happy with it. We're back to Kingmaker today, and I'm excited as you are. Today's our first day back after Baynard obliterated the Stag Lord, after Balmir had to leave to assist his kin, after Pylon has gone MIA and a severe woman arrived at Oleg's looking for him. We're on to the second book of the Kingmaker adventure path titled Rivers Run Red, which begins with the founding of a new kingdom, and today's episode is mostly figuring out what that really means. As always, you can find all sorts of details and links at goblinsandgambles.com, or you can email us at info at goblinsandgambles.com, and for the foreseeable future, you can hang out with us live on Twitch, Mondays at 10.30pm Eastern Time. We also accept reviews wherever you'd like to leave them, but you might have to let us know where they are. Thanks again for spending your time listening to us figure out how to play a game we should know how to play by now. Let's get to the action. How's everyone doing? It's been forever. It has been forever. The people don't know that. <laughs> they know that. Yeah. Oh, man. We've got some exposition today. Ruh, ruh, Yeah, I'm excited. Like We haven't been in uh, Kingmaker or Galarian in a long time. It's exciting to be back. Yeah, it's been two months for Kingmaker. Yeah, and like we really haven't talked as a group about the, with the five of us about like about the finale and like everything that happened. Like so much shit happened in that that episode. Yeah, so much shit. Yep. Connor, why'd you do all those things to us? <laughs> why did you kill all of our favorite characters? I didn't kill all of your favorite characters. Where are they then? Kimple's so Kimple, gone. Kimple left. He's back today. <laughs> Very briefly for an interim. Kimple's on the sea. He's part of our Navy. He's gone all the time. So we're going to weave him in and out as we can. Um, who else did he, I will kill? He, Kimple, do you think you're going to have another character for well, well, like Balmir's gone while you're potentially gone for a while? Do you, do you think you and Connor are going to roll you up another character to like duck in and out a little more cleanly? I'm, I'm a lot more gone than you're envisioning. Like I'm, I'm leaving on January 1st and I'll be back in August. Jesus. Okay, yeah. then I don't take this the wrong way because I'm really glad to see you and I've missed you, buddy. Why are you here tonight? <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Because <laughs> he told me to. This man's helping to find us. I'm just he's cracking jokes at his poor expense. Oof. I'm going to let Ball contribute to the government while he's in exile, while he's gone away. Oh, it's normally letters. not okay. Yes, but he can he can do his bit as he needs to. Perfect. So would Baynard be like writing letters to him, you think? It's, we're going to have to figure that out. We're going to have to figure out who's in charge of what and why. And that's going to be very problematic because all of our characters here are fucking batshit useless. So they're not useless. Wow. We're just that's very low true. on charisma scores. Just, now. Yeah. Very bad for running a kingdom. Uh, Listen, I was all lined up for the deck stuff. Okay. It's lined up to be not what apparently I'm going to be shoehorned into. It's not going to go well. Yeah. So we're going to have to talk about that. 
Yeah, we've decided Marcus is the king. That's bullshit. <laughs> have, you, have you guys talked to that one? No. No. Okay. I just said it first, so it has to happen. No, I don't want this to happen. So yeah, we're going to have to figure out who's doing what within the kingdom. And one of you should be the ruler of said kingdom. It doesn't have to be, but the book is very keen on someone being not like it being a player character, not an NPC. Then I have to circle back to Kimple's second character. Because if Kimple rolls up like a, a naive young man who who just like needs the right advisors, and then we lock him in a broom closet while we run the kingdom, and when Kimple comes back, we have him playing the king and Ball, uh, and the king is like a level one expert or whatever they make NPCs that don't have like a real designation. That's not a bad idea, actually. Yeah, something to consider. How are we getting from where we left off to we now have a king? That feels like a stretch. Yeah. Okay. So first and foremost, we lost Ball to his uh, kingdom back home that he has to address. We've lost Pylon to God knows what. I'm going to start naming NPCs and such after friends of the podcast. Um, One of the villains coming forward is going to be named after our friend Keith. He's been very (laughs) adamant about wanting to be... He did explicitly ask to be a villain, too. Yep, yep, specifically a villain. So we'll get to him eventually. Um, I'm looking forward to that. Is he going to be a monk? No, no, no. I, just wait till you see what he is. I'm so excited for Good. it. Will so he be susceptible excited. to coup de grace? Because I think no, we might no, want to do that again. <laughs> you can't stop me. I'm going to get at least one more person that way. That's going to happen. It's going to so be yeah, me. We, we start book two with a new writ. <sighs> No, Pylon's not here. You can't pull the red at everyone. You sit down. Sit. No, sit. but me sit. as Liam can be no. excited. No, you cannot. Yes. <laughs> sit. I'm like half out of my chair. He's going to get like pasted to his chest. That's what he's going to do. I'm going to get it tattooed on my the, my face. I don't know. I can't think so, I can't think straight. I'm so fucking hard from the new red. So yes, Liam has a new character. Uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about her so that we can not go in completely blind? Yeah. Um, so, uh, keen listeners who, who saw the, or listened to the finale probably noticed there was a scene about a small girl. Um, uh, and I am playing that, that, uh, that woman. Uh, it's been, uh, roughly 20 years since that scene in the finale. Uh, so she's in the, in the like 28 to 31 range, depending on, uh, uh, what time has actually passed. Uh, her name is Anoran. Uh, she's from Numeria, which is a northern sort of Germanic uh, place. Uh, so she does speak with a bit of an accent from there. Um, she is uh, she's a class that's it's pretty much like a cleric of Desna. Desna, who's like a goddess of luck and travel. Um, uh, symbols are like butterflies. And, and it's a very like feel good kind of domain, the luck domain. And her main thing is she just travels. She's uh She's got a combat focus, unlike a lot of clerics. Um, Baynard being one of those other exceptions, a combat cleric. Um, and she's got some fun abilities due to an archetype. And so she's, uh, she's kind of here to like throw a shield up and help out. But she's, she's come to the stolen lands after receiving a letter from someone. Yeah. So you guys now have a new writ and I can read it to you or you can have John hand read John it. Hand, to John you. hand. John hand. John hand. I love it that John Hand opens it up and reads it to us in the in like the hall where we have mead. Yes. I mean, 
there's no real hall at Oleg's, but we interrogated him in the hall at Oleg's. <laughs> uh, it's more just the one room. Oh, I always picture it as like a big sprawling dining room or something. It's a bachelor tavern. It's the one room. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you son of a bitch. Be it so known that the bearers of this charter, having delivered the northern reaches of the Greenbelt from the scourge of banditry, having provided detailed maps of the lay of the land, and having done no small amount of work in the exploration of said land, and the culling of hostile monsters and indigenous hazards, are hereby granted the right to rule. The nature and laws of rule are theirs to define, and the well-being of this new nation is theirs to protect. In accordance for providing a stable nation to the south of central Rosslands, let there be a generous stipend of funds, support, and advice provided to this fledgling nation as a token of Restov and Brevois' goodwill, such that future relations between kingdoms might be mutually beneficial. So witnessed under the watchful eye of the Lordship of Restov and by authority granted by Lord Naleski Sertova, current regent of the Dragonscale Throne. Is this man always so loud when he speaks in closed rooms? Have you met John? Oh, I guess you have not met John Hand. Yes. I'm picturing we're walking up from meeting at the path and he's waiting there with the letter. Like, <laughs> mine God. Um, also, just hearing that makes me want to circle back to John Hand should be the king. I, I don't know. Put my vote in. I disagree. <laughs> uh, I was lo- looking he's got such the- a royal voice. There... There's rules for a guy who looks after our settlements. He should be that guy. Yes. Mm. So. Because then we technically have delivered. Yeah. Yeah. There's, so we're going to go over all the rules because um, it is its own game at this point, essentially. Yeah. Um, and sort of the reason why I picked Kingmaker. I love city building. Great city building game. Great for you to be a player in this one, huh? <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> Fuck me. Although it seems like you guys are offloading most of that to me anyway. Did so. you, that spreadsheet that we have, did you make that? No, God, no. no, no okay, no. okay. Um, so that is a spreadsheet made by a large group of people. Cool. Hmm. It's massive and it's incredibly useful and saves us a ton of effort. So thank you to the group that made that. I will put full credits and such in the show notes. That's exciting. My one question about it, and obviously, like, it's for our understanding. Should it not be done in the Galarian calendar? It could be. That's a lot more work. It's still 12 months, one year, yada, yada, yada. Because uh, Galarian doesn't use the, the fantasy 10-day, does it? It uses a seven-day week still? It's just like us. Yeah. Yeah, moon day, 12-day, wheel day. Okay. Uh and if it isn't, it is for us, because fuck that noise. No, I just pulled it up. It looks like they use a seven-day week. I was going to say the, the main reason to use it in, like, the Forgotten Realms is they work on a 10-day, and so months are a little more, like, evenly chopped up. This one, it doesn't care about how long each month is. It's just, it's a month. Yeah, the way the Kingdom stuff works is every turn is a month, and a bunch of shit happens. Like, a whole bunch of shit. And we'll go over it all. That's exciting. Obviously, this will probably come out in the wash as you explain all the rules, but... From here forward, is is the king making like the the main meat of it now, or is it like we check in, do a turn of that, and then go and do adventuring stuff like uh, Riscopoly or some shit? Much closer to Riscopoly. Um, it will really come down to what you guys want to do. 
uh, it says to do a year of king stuff or kingdom stuff rather before going back to the adventure just to get everybody into the flow of it and to actually establish your town because it doesn't happen overnight, right? Like it takes a long time to get buildings up and people to come and so on and so forth. Um, part of that charter was that you are sent some settlers, right? There are people that want to come found a new land, much like Oleg, who wanted to get out of the city. You're going to start with a fair size, but still very small. Yeah. I mean, for some of them, it's probably like a chance to escape the serfdom. If I think Galarian probably has some serfs and other people just to make their, like they might be like the fifth son and have nothing to do. Like there are definitely some people like looking for like the freedom of a frontier. So Brevoy in particular is very Roman in its setups. Um, so there are the lords of each of these little areas and they have their peasants that serve them and do all the farming and stuff. So yeah, very much medieval England sort of thing. Mm-hmm. That's the rulers tab. Yeah. So we're going to have to go through and figure out who's what, where and why. And you have to name your town and kingdom. Now, this puts us from a story perspective at a weird spot, because like you mentioned, after you read the writ, like I've just met these people. Yep. So would it like, do we go back and address the year that passes as characters or do we just kind of like go like in media res into year two where like all the relationships are kind of there and we get to like flesh them out? If you want to, we can do the king making as characters, um, but we can also just have the assumed, you know, you've spent this time together, you're going to have some more rapport, you can kind of just fall into it. So I'll pose this to you guys then, like, would it be kind of neat if the last one ends with like you guys meeting Anoran, and then a year later, we just we just don't talk too much about the year that passed, but like the relationships have grown between me and you, but you guys are still like at a rift that you guys put a lot of work into doing? I didn't. (laughs) You did by stealing stuff. Let's not. <laughs> I played my character. Okay. That's such a douchey thing to say. It's what my character would do. But it's true. Yeah. I really liked, we've, t- we've talked about this a bunch actually off screen, but um, I mean, the way that the group was before with Balmier around, I couldn't play my character the way I was planning on playing him. Um, I designed to be more at the back with a bow. Like, that's why I picked Erastal partly. I wanted to be a cleric with a bow. And then, like, God Cannon shows up. Because <laughs> we didn't, we didn't talk about our characters before we started playing. I think, I think that was actually a good idea on our part. I, I fully support people playing what mm-hmm. they want to play. Don't care about what other people do. Yeah. Don't metagame. Yeah. Before we go into king making with a shit ton of metagaming. So, yeah. 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 So, but like, once God Cannon is around, I realized that like someone needed to step up and take hits. Someone needed to tank. I ended up getting, I think, a shield at some point. And it was just like, okay, well, I'm now the tank. I have a shield. My armor class is huge. And I, I think I really presented that a lot. I think I took a lot of hits for the team. I like, or, or a lot of bear bites to the face as well. Of um, your own volition. Yeah. I was going to say, you running up the first time with that wooden fist in the under the tree was like such a moment yeah. for me. Yeah. Uh, I like Leroy Jenkins it a few times. So, and I think that meant that Marcus and Baynard fought together a lot. We we had a teamwork going where he would flank. I would help him flank. And I think we saved our, each other's lives on multiple occasions. I think that was a big part of why he couldn't kill Marcus. Like why he couldn't do it. Because he's like, he literally just saved his life 
a few days before that. So it just felt pointless to him to kill him. So now that they're not teammates anymore in Baynard's mind, now that they're kind of at odds with each other, he's going to go back to his old ways, back to the bow. And he's going to let Marcus just run up and die. He doesn't care about Marcus as much anymore. Like that's how, yeah, that's just how it is. Like Baynard's done. So keep in mind that a large part of this year coming forward might have some character interaction. Some of the yeah. events that come up might involve you guys having to reconcile some differences. So yeah, that's, and I'm a, I'm so excited for that. I like the idea of it like playing out, but like by the time we get back into the characters, those like wounds are there that like Baynard has his bow out and like, you're trying to learn to work with a new person, but it's not like we're going to be going in at like moment zero. Yeah. It's like Taylor and I don't have to talk about it. I can just off screen explain to him what the teamwork feats do and we can like showcase how those work together and like how a different tank with the the healer at the back really should look kind of thing. So I'm going to tell you right now, I have wait, wait, one have healing healer? spell. An actual healer? Hey, okay. How many times have I, I saved your life? <laughs> no, no. I have, I have cure moderate wounds, no, no, not yeah, cure light wounds. About, yeah. About. It's there for emergencies and it's usually for me. <laughs> so I'm still going to die. That's all I'm getting. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll be up close and have it at, have it accessible if it comes to it. So with that, you now have to found a kingdom. Yeah. Holy shit. Yep. So name. Baynardia? No. We're done. Tossed. We're done. End of the night. We're good. Got everything we need. Baynardia. I don't like Baynardia. I just want to put that out there in clear and certain terms. Not a chance. <laughs> we should, I, I think before we pick a name, we should figure out which of the three of us is the leader. Because I don't think it should be John Hinnett. I think it should be one of the three of us. If, if Now, I guess the, the question is, is this decided like moment zero? Does this decision account for it playing out over the year? So let me read the rules real quick here. So the first thing you're going to do is choose your kingdom's alignment. And that'll determine loyalty, prosperousness, stability, a couple other things. And those are all traits and skill checks that your kingdom makes much like a character would. So we'll figure that all out. Then you have leadership roles. Uh, I think there's like 15 or 16 different leadership roles. Only some of them have to be filled. And others that aren't filled, you take penalties. There's only two that don't apply penalties. One's a consort, the other's a warden. Hmm. Okay, perfect. Thank you. So then you're going to need to fill a lot of shit or your kingdom will become unstable. Now you've been granted 50 build points, which is what you use to do kingdom management things, building stuff, buying hexes, blah, blah, blah. That's your gift from Brevoy. That is uh, people, blah, 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 gold, blah, blah, blah. That's like 200,000 gold. It's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. That's huge. What's the option on leaving with the gold? <laughs> Zero. <laughs> How close do you have to watch Marcus? We close the podcast. So once you choose your leadership roles, then we get into the actual kingdom building. Um, I'm not, I think, going to give immediate negatives to vacancies because I do like the idea of the kingdom building and growing, right? Having 16 of your 25 current inhabitants being part of the fucking royalty is a little much. Yeah. So, yeah. And then... It's just, it's like building a character, but we're going to collaboratively build this kingdom. And that spreadsheet is going to be supremely useful. I'm going to touch none of it, but look at it very in depth because I know I'll fuck it up. Yes. Only one of us should actually touch the spreadsheet with any decision. Yeah. Well, it's easy to change. It's not a big deal. I also think 
because since Connor loves this stuff <laughs> and he already said he thinks we're going to make him do it, <laughs> yeah. should we make him do it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm the spreadsheet manager. I know. I get it. Hell yeah. That's how I live my life. I think we should decide the things that we want to happen, but the actual control of the spreadsheet is Connor. That's fine. Mostly because, yeah, you've, you've, you probably understand it better than we do. <laughs> Only a little bit. So as leadership of this kingdom, you must spend one week a month total doing your duties. So they don't have to be all at once, but you do have to spend seven days of a month doing the shit you need to do to keep the place running. Pretty decent gig, as far as I can tell. I have my Desna-related name for the town. It won't be for the... That's only if you're the leader, though. Are we making you the leader? That's the thing. No, I don't I don't know what we're going on that, but like it when it comes to it, I think in like role play ways, she's going to continually insist on calling it this. It'd be really funny if like she could call it that even though it's got a real name. It's got the it's fucking Mumbai thing. Yeah, uh, that Mumbai. kind of energy to it. Uh and I think I think my I think it's Dreamer's Revelry. Um because those are things that Desna loves. As a fucking town name? Dreamer's Revelry. Fuck right off. Yeah, and it's a We're bad absolutely name. absolutely not calling it that. But she's going to keep referring to it as Dreamer's Revelry. I don't think Liam's character can be the leader. No. 100% not. Just because she's new. Like, we wouldn't trust her. So it comes down to Baynard and Marcus. So I don't know. Baynard and Marcus, or you can have Ball be ruler in exile. That's okay. I will allow that because we are a small group. Kimpa, what do you think of that? He is kind of a leader. Just doing up the logistics, but uh, sure. <laughs> That'd be weird because I've already I've already left. I'd be getting a letter like, hey, you're a king. <laughs> you're on this kingdom now. You're a king. I think that would be interesting, right? It'd be interesting. My only suggestion, though, to like only detractor to be like the devil's advocate here is I don't feel like he would accept it because he's trying to be the leader of his own clan. Why would he want to be the leader of both? But imagine this. He's dealing with that, and he, instead of sending a no as a response, sends a cousin. And that's the character Eric can pop up as, but he's like, your king is, he is my regent until I come to take the throne. Uh, that's cute. I like that. I, I personally think it should be Baynard, and he's going to, It's the government would be a theocracy. Yeah. Because he's trying to revive Arastal. He's being Arastal back. I truly anticipated you guys choosing Baynard so that this could become a kingdom of Arastal, essentially. If we choose Baynard, can we spend $4,000 to buy me a headband of alluring charisma, please? I think that'll be part of the the BP. It's like we need to spend some of that money on him being viable as a diplomat. Can we use some of the money we found in the basement of the Stegler's place to please buy me this headband? Because it's the only way that he's going to be effective as a leader. Because that's what, a plus four to charisma? The the $4,000 one is plus two. So it would put me at a 10. I wouldn't give us any negatives. No positives. I'm to understand that we have um, have access to about 200,000 gold right now. (laughs) That's that's for building the kingdom. I know. If if buffing up our king isn't part of building the kingdom, then I don't know what it means to serve. What are our party funds at? What's the party funds at? Somebody else has that. Because we haven't really... I don't know. Isn't that one of the chats? I, I, there, he threw a whole bunch of numbers at us and said, like, you, that's not all your gold. So I don't even know how much we wa- were allowed to walk away with. But there was tons of money in that basement. How much were How much were we at when you last tabulated? Oh, uh, 2,500. Yeah, you found 21 platinum. Like, you got a shit ton of money. There's just buckets of money that we couldn't move from that place, right? <laughs> yeah. 
So there's, oh man, there's so much that we got to figure out here. We get to pick if the stag fort is our capital. Yeah, so you have to choose a hex to become your capital city. That one. Easy. It feels destined. Eric, as a, uh, Baynard, as a, a cleric of Arastal, we found the temple. We de- dethroned the stag lord. He killed him in single combat. Mm-hmm. It makes perfect sense. I think it has to be Baynard. Yeah, you're the Robert Baratheon of yeah. your new kingdom. I like, designed Baynard not to be a leader, huh? but like I guess I'll do it. Huh? It's also important that the ruler embodies the ideals of the kingdom. Yeah. So that will, you know, flavor how you choose what your kingdom stats are. I think I sh- like I showed some of these things, like like the whole like giving the arrow out and try and make a community. I think like when I was trying to convert the kobold to my religion, I think that like it it does make sense for Baynard to step into this position. Yep. Which also then justifies Travis and Tarvis being a big part of the community too, like yeah. being on the chart. Yeah. Yep. Marshall and Warden right there. Like done. Yep. What is Warden? Because I think Warden might be good for me. We don't necessarily need Warden. Uh, there's no there's no negative to not having a warden. That's the only reason yeah, I don't think so we really need I can run that. through each of these real quick. Yeah. Just a quick little... Like, they would be the in the little drop-down, so I could look at them as you go through. It's under rank? Uh, yeah, I think it's in there. Um, I'm, I'm using the book. There's a gender tab. That's very 2019. It's 2020. That's what I'm saying. It is 2020. Gender tab. Come on now. Yeah. What What are their binary options? I think there's an other. I didn't make it. I'm just here. Crucify him. <laughs> Canceled. Oh, no. It's either male or female. You're correct. <laughs> so are we doing the in media res thing like six or mo- six months or a year later? Or are we starting from like where we ended? Did we land on something? Uh, I think we're going to figure out yeah, we'll the, figure out the roles can. and then see what that informs to like what that sure. sen- like scene would be, I guess. Because even say for the first few roles count me out of it but then after say if the, my kingdom's resolved a bit that i'm just present and i could be an advisor and take an advisory role so i wouldn't be in the physical kingdom but you know mail letters someone could read my emails there are two things that jump out at me one is the grand diplomat because if you were like technically royalty from somewhere else you could immediately be that and just be as connor said in abstentia um and then you could also be the fucking royal enforcer. <laughs> Just like when you're in town, it's like when you're here, you're family. But when you're in town, you're the gun. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Grand Diplomat is probably a pretty good fit for Balmir. That makes sense. Uh, being the fact that he is a diplomat from another kingdom. like Yeah. And he could even be beyond that, like a neighboring ruler. Might be. I mean, that mm. would be a strange thing to have in your own court. So... Maybe not. Yeah. We'll well, I, wasn't, I wasn't trying to rule my it. kingdom, was I? I forget what I left off on. I don't think so. Yeah. So like my like my uncle gets better and then I could be one of his royal advisors your to the kingdom. Father. Your father. Whatever. Your father gets well, better. Well, no, my father was pretty on wow. death's door. Uh, we'll fish for a long lost uncle. His father died. His father did die. Okay. <laughs> All right. Back to the kingdom building. Yes. So we are going to go over each of the leadership roles real quick. There is the ruler, obviously. They rule. You get to determine what type of kingdom it is. Not necessarily a kingdom. It could be, you know, a diplomacy thing, but unlikely. Uh, then there is the consort, the spouse of the ruler, generally. There is the counselor, 
That is the liaison between the court and the people. Uh, there is the general, highest ranking member of the military, the grand diplomat, which we just went over in quite detail, will likely end up being Ball. The heir, usually the ruler's eldest son or daughter. The high priest, which tends to the kingdom's religious needs, which is where I saw Baynard going if he didn't end up being the ruler. Yeah. Uh, the magister, uh, in charge of higher learning and magic. The marshal, uh, they ensure that the kingdom's laws are being enforced far away. The royal enforcer deals with punishing criminals. The spymaster observes the kingdom's criminal elements. The viceroy represents the ruler's interest on an ongoing basis at a specific location. The treasurer uh, clearly handles the money. The warden is responsible for enforcing laws in larger settlements, so general safety. And those are the rules. So we should first and foremost assign ourselves these and maybe learn more about those ones that we pick? We actually need to assign our kingdom's alignment first. Yes. Right. Because that will determine things. But first and foremost, you need a kingdom name. Yeah. Um, Eric, I'm on Arastal's page. What are you thinking? <sighs> Jaidi's bosom, his wife. Uh, what is wrong with you and your stupid names? <laughs> I want something I can pronounce. I just, I'm trying to think, I, I name stuff fantasy and then figure out what's good from there. Uh, he's also sometimes called Istig. What about like Istigia? No, that's bad. Yeah, Istigian is a thing. They have a default name. Would you like to hear it? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I have to find it again. Hang on. Kingdom number one. I'm just now seeing how to spell Arastal, and it is with an E and not an A. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, so if you decide to let the NPCs run it, the book says that it would be named uh, Narland, based after the Narl Marshes. With a G? No, with just an N. And they would name the city on the Stagfort Shrike Wall. So, Counter and Eric, this is directed at you because, again, you will be king of the... the, the Arastilians, the French word for antler is remure, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, and then, then we could just like uh, we're trying to think using the like the helmet and the head and like the stag fort being on a hill. It could just be like does rise or something. No, that would be there would be a lot of bakeries in that town. Stags rise. Just call it hilltop. Hilltop or stags rise. Which one of those screams drama and and and. <laughs> Which one of those screams easy to remember and will not get fucked up? Stags Rise. No. That sounds like a dick joke. That is absolutely a porn name. Just call it Antler Top. Antler Top is good. But do we like, do you like Remur? As our, as our kingdom name is Remur? Yeah, it would be spelled uh, no accents, which is good for a French word. R-A-M-U-R-E. Remur? Remur. Interesting. Yeah, I, I think that's that's good for. Um, I was trying to look at. There's like I've used a lot of Gaelic and stuff for Baynard before, um, so I was trying to see if like antler or stag, and they weren't good. Caber is the oh, so in in Gaelic, antler is caber, which is C A B A I R, which sounds kind of neat and would allude to the fact that you constantly get fucked up by bears. <laughs> Actually, I I did like caber. So, Kaber, capital of Ramur? Yeah. I like that. Antler, antler. That's good. 
which again feels very Baynard because he's thinking about two things Erastil and Erastil. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Ramure for your kingdom, R A M U R E. And your first city was C A B A I R, Kaber. Okay, Kaber. <laughs> Isn't that a uh, Nicolas Cage movie? No, that's <laughs> the one where he's got the really powerful mullet. It's called Air One, Con- I think. Con Air? Con Air. Con Air. Yeah. Put the bunny down. <laughs> <laughs> so I assume we're probably a chaotic good then? No, I'm I'm neutral good. So I think we should s- stick with Baynard's alignment. Yep, I think that's pretty good. I would push for lawful good then. If we're coming in asserting order and we want to stay on the good, does that fall within Erastel's stuff? But like Baynard's not overly lawful. You know what I mean? No. That's fair. And Erastel's really not overly lawful. Just tends to the good of things. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, he's his corner is lawful good, neutral good. Oh, you're right. Lawful, he is lawful neutral, good. So Jeez, I just don't play him that way. You follow the law pretty extensively. You threatened your best friend. Sometimes. If I did, I would have killed Marcus. You would have tried. That makes it make sense then to go with neutral good because like you're you're trying to follow the law, but like right now you kind of are the law. And so saying we're lawful good would mean we're we're kind of sticking to the old country when I think I think Baynard's probably not into that. Do we know what Brevoy's um alignment was? Does it have one? Brevoy's alignment is chaotic neutral, which makes sense. They don't give a fuck. Yeah, I think neutral good. I think neutral good is that we were not far from them. Yeah, you're both on the same corners of the plus sign. We're closer to them than lawful. Like, I don't think that Baynard coming, because Baynard would have been pretty loyal to his lord back in Bravoy. So I think neutral good is closer to where we need to be. Makes sense to me. Yeah. And you're a little more orderly than Bravoy would be. It's going to be family driven. Like, that's, that's what Baynard would be pushing for. Very family driven. So probably a theocracy then. Yes. Yeah, I think the call to the arrow would be like a thing that we would push push a lot. Cult, 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 cult. <laughs> cult. I think like his he's probably gonna give arrows out to people as like signs of like favor. People are gonna carry around like, yeah, Banner gave me an arrow. It's gonna be a bigger bigger so thing. So this does impact your scores. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's choosing right your there. type of government. So as a theocracy, you get negative one corruption, plus one more, plus one law. And negative one society, which I find strange, but so I think it's because it probably starts pretty sparse with the society aspect because you can only have people who really like fit into your values. True. You have less diversity. Except maybe we don't want a theocracy. I mean, Aras will be important, but I think it's the only real main like backbone we have right now is that you want to restore that temple and you're in charge. Yeah. I think theocracy is the only thing that makes sense. You're not going to do. Monarch, or you're not going to do autocracy. I don't think you're not going to do a majocracy. Uh, you could try it for a republic. I think a theocracy is the thing that makes sense. You've you've actively been pushing Erastel, people you've met. I think we should, yeah, reading through the descriptions for each, I think we should do theocracy. The only other one I would I would put forward for Baynard to be the ruler of is autocracy, and theocracy makes more sense. I think it's also just because like your your access to other like. Uh, advisors and stuff is going to be so limited. So you're just going to be like, what do I know? The, the the structure of being raised in a like a pretty loose church. Mm-hmm. What uh what position is Marcus going to take up? 
The spy master. Yeah, okay, perfect. Treasurer. No, not the treasurer. <laughs> I don't think we trust him with treasurer. <laughs> not Marcus. I don't think we trust Taylor as treasurer. I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure in the Kingmaker book, there's one actually called the Royal Assassin. Y'all fucking lucky. Is there? I thought there was. I swear I remember seeing one thinking, that's where I'm headed. So, sorry, what did we land you on? The spy master? Spy master. And what is your strength? Uh, dexterity. What is your strength? Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> dexterity. Like actual character strength? <laughs> it's, it's 12. 12. What is your dex? 18. 18. What is your con? 13. 13. What is your intelligence? 11. 11. And your wisdom? 10. 10 and charisma. 14. 14. So, yes, your leadership, your skill focus is. No, no, leadership's no. That's for leadership feet. Oh, I see. None of us will have leadership feet. Gotcha. Uh, boy, okay. There's a lot of shit to fill in for each character. Now, with the marshal, it seems cool because, like, it's partly enforcing and it's kind of in the vein of what an inquisitor would do for most gods. Um, the enforcer is just kind of like, she's new and she's muscle. So I don't know if like, that's good. Personally, I think you should be the enforcer in my mind. What was John Han going to be? Was the counselor. Or sorry, we have as the viceroy. I put him as the viceroy because that's literally a duke. Like, like that's what we promised him. It's true. He is a friendly NPC, so you can ask him to do anything, and he'll more or less go along with it. The reason I, I was thinking Viceroy for him was because the Viceroy is like, he'll take over a vassal state or a colony if we ever start one. And that's literally what we promised him. So that, but like, if I'm sure we could force him into being our counselor or our treasurer instead. We, we don't exactly have big enough spot. Yet, I think for the vice were to kick in, that'd be my only comment with that. Because it's, it's that's like a whole other state that he's controlling, and I don't know if we have the territory to do that yet. It could be something he can upgrade into. Yeah, like I said, yeah, I'm gonna keep some of the more brutal vacancies ignored because again, you're not gonna need a viceroy right now, you're not gonna need a consort or whatever. Like, it's gotta get Baynard laid. Bayard's gonna have to get, yeah. Ooh. I think the counselor is a good good fit for uh, John Hand. Yeah, let's put him in as a counselor. Okay, that's an easy fix. He has been doing that for us already, basically. What's the counselor do again? So the counselor is described as a liaison between the citizenry and the other kingdom leaders, parsing requests, presenting leaders proclamations. The counselor's responsibility to make sure the ruler is making decisions that benefit. He's he, we already put him in that role for us at Oleg's, right? Mm. He's our go-to guy. Okay, I'm fine with that. So I think I'm going to take royal enforcer and put my hat in for um, Oleg to be the treasurer. Or do we want to like leave Oleg out of it? You can have Oleg if you want him to be part of your kingdom. You can talk to him, and we can have the marshal and the um, and the warden filled by Tarvis and Travis. Uh, yeah. I know there's no penalty for not doing it, but like it's, it's things that I think because they're still going to be out and about gives them a bit of a boost means that you have people circling the kingdom who are already part of your, your cult <laughs> from what I can read. Those, those are the ones I see fitting. So who wants to ask all like, 
Uh, it would be Bayard would have to do it. Marcus would be with him, I assume. So I, I picture this happening like shortly after we were told to, to make our settlement. I think we haven't we haven't done anything yet. It's just kind of like we're we uh, Bayard's trying to get his team together before they go start making anything. Is this before or after you buy the headband? Uh, can I buy the headband? Can I switch my charisma in the chart to ten? It's nope. It's going to be before. Damn it. Okay. Uh, so it's, it's, I'm assuming it's nighttime. We're at the fort. Uh, Mrs. Oleg has provided us all some food. We're all sitting around the table. And, uh, oh, Oleg, have you heard uh, about our new writ? Yes. Yes, I heard when John Hand yelled very loud of new writ. Yes. Yeah. He's, he's got one volume. I don't understand it. Yes. It is very easy to do that accent at volume and only at volume. It, do we, Oleg, do, do we have mutual respect? Because I know I respect you. Uh, I think you're, you're a great businessman. You've built this from nothing. Do you, do you respect me? He sort of gets a little more cocksure, sits up. Well, yes, I am very strong businessman. Yes. I, I, yes, I respect. Baynard. Baynard is given command of New Kingdom. I'd, I'd like to think that I'm going to build a place for people to be safe and sure of themselves. And I need smart, capable people around me. And like, I, I know you're good for, with money. Can, can I count on your help, Oleg? Do you ask Oleg to be treasurer? I, I can think of no one better to look after our money than than you, Oleg. I, you've always been there for us. Uh, you've always helped us, and I I think I can trust you. I accept. I'd be best treasurer. <laughs> and now later tonight, I'm going to ask his wife to be my consort. Let's see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> just, I was no, gonna just, say just, something just. when he said mutual respect. He's like, "Yes, we both fuck my wife." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, that definitely peaked my audio. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Okay, yeah, I think Oleg will very happily accept being your treasurer. Uh, in fact, that is his listed desired role on the list oh. of NPCs. No way, really? Perfect. Yeah. Uh, it's his desired role and it is his best role. So like it gives me a table for both. Perfect. Uh, let me just dump him in there and then we can add him to the list. What role should Peck Peck have? Pick Peck. Oh God, no. <laughs> Pick, no, Micmac. His name is Micmac, right? Paddywhack. Okay. I was like- yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a tired <laughs> joke, but it checks out. <laughs> Turn this stupid yellow, yellow. Hey, what about our uh, pixie fairies that have been following us around and harassing us? They got to be something. They're the ones who, who killed Pylon. They need to be brought to death. Are you dead? I feel like I missed something. I have no idea. Yeah. I, I, I have plans for them later. I'm going to try and entice them out. Um, I'll be talking to Connor more about like what I'll be doing during the year, during our off times. So I have, I have plans of like what Baynard does um during his time off <laughs> and it involves them to a small degree dope he's, he's gonna eat the fairies yeah i'm gonna eat that dragon gonna give him a spit toast him up real good um is there any other npcs that we think we could get to 
do stuff for us, like Tarvis and Travis. Warden and Marshall, I think, are perfect for them. Uh, do we think we can get... Uh, what's the potion guy? Boken? Boken. <gasps> he should be the Magister. Boken. Can we get him, you think? You didn't seem to like us. No. Yeah. yeah. Boken is not interested yet. We can win him over, though. I think that's a role we should leave for him. I was thinking for High Priest that Baynard would write home and try to get his try to get his grandpa, but gets like his shitty cousin instead. Like the Lord doesn't let the grandpa go because he's like, that's like, no, he's already my high priest. I'm not letting my high priest go. You can have this shitty apprentice. So but I feel like Baynard's like shitty cousin can show up and be our high priest. If you guys want, that's just an idea. I love that. Just sending away for, for grandpa and getting like budget grandpa. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, uh, so he's like a level. We have grandpa at home. Yeah, he's like a level. We have one Costco cleric. version of grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> Kirkland grandpa. <laughs> the only other real thing we need is general. Now, you also don't have to use humans. You have encountered various non humans. They can fill roles if you so desire. Kobolds? No. <laughs> I think we should have their shaman, is, or not the shaman, their, their chieftain or something. I don't know what. Maybe a viceroy. Like, I know we wanted to save that for John Hand, but then it would be, he could be like in charge of our little settlement of kobolds. <gasps> means that we have them on the council, which means that we're less likely to have like the more stereotypical kobold goblin raid kind of thing. That makes the kind of sense. Can we get a kobold army? Oh shit, is that a tab? We could. <laughs> I want this. I want this so bad. <laughs> you can. What was his name again? Uh, Chief Sootscale. General Sootscale, thank you. <laughs> Are we putting him as our general? Uh, uh, just sorry, just to go back to High Priest. We could um, we could try and hook uh, Kiros. He used to be a paladin of Arastal. Oh shit, I forgot about him. Oh shit, or a general. Did you see him fucking dummy those dudes? That's also true too. I think we, we hold general and win him over. Yeah, let's get a Kiros for something good like General. That's good. Okay, so we'll we'll put him in temporarily until you run into him again. <laughs> we just assume he'll agree, and he shows up. He's like, "What? No, fuck you." Could be. I did not agree to this. What do we want? To make Chief Sutscale. Uh, I think the vice reaction makes sense. I think so because then we have our little colony. Yeah. So in different state. Like I don't think there'll be a lot of interaction, so to speak, between kobolds and the rest of people but if they're still a part of it then it makes sense i want to know once we lock him in what the book tells us to make such scale because if it is viceroy i think we are so good at this and if it's not the book is wrong uh so far you're only one for one or one for however many you're at i just want the bit oh no you're the you're the viceroy because we're, we're now your king i do want i do want to hear what we're supposed to have done scale is not on the list He's not on the list. They only give you humans here, but like you have the option to use other NPCs. Typical. I think that's good. I don't. So we are missing a consort, not necessary. A general, you don't really have one yet. An heir is also not necessary. You need a magister. Magister is going to be when we went over Bakken, magister. And when we went over um, Akiros, general. Or consort, depending on how Baynard's feeling. Yeah. I'm up for, for that challenge. Uh, what's Anorant? What did we have her as? Royal Enforcer? Uh, I am going to be the Royal Enforcer because I've got 
a plus four strength. And so that's going to help a lot. And you're thinking Chiefs at scale as your vice, Viceroy? Yeah. Okay. That leaves just the Magister, which if you're working Bakken for. Because I can't think of anyone else we've met who feels like, unless Nettles is a. <laughs> no. That'd be dope, though. Yeah, I think that haunt is done. So. Was that a haunt or was that a creature? If you're cool telling us. Um, what was Nettles? I think he was just an undead thing. Nothing crazy. Okay, so like we couldn't have walked in with channel positive energy and like paused it and crossed the river. It would it needed to be dealt with because it had like an agenda. Yeah, it was a story driven character. Okay, so that's uh, that's all of the pieces that need to be fit. You will need to on our next episode. We'll go try to do recruitment. Uh, Akiros, Baynard's cousin, Bakken, and Chief Sutscale. That's going to be a big one. Can we recruit me? Yeah. Can I still want to figure out how we get from episode 16 to now. Because I love the idea of this kingdom, but it's the the gap is like still giving me a bit of a, a pause. I mean, it's just a hand wave gap, really. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we'll come up with an if. Yeah. As as we're going through all of these interactions, I imagine Anoran's going to join because she's trying to find Pylon and she's now fallen in with this group. And you'll see each of the characters that exist. You'll see how they interact with these people and you'll be able to form an opinion while you're traveling with them and their interactions with others. Makes sense. I assume we need character sheets for these minus fives. Those are scary. Yeah, I'll fix those. I'll fix those. Um, I just haven't bothered yet. But like, for instance, Baynard as a ruler is already a negative one bonus. But we're getting me the headband. Yeah, so don't forget, you're going to have a year, right? We're going to go through a year of the kingdom. Um, I don't think we're going to get to much of it tonight because I got to do a bunch of the background stuff on each of these characters to get this all set up properly. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I I think this is a pretty solid start. Uh, The kingdom of Ramur in your city of Caban? Caber? Caber. 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 Conair, face off. (laughs) And now, based on where you've founded your city, you get a head start on a castle. Fuck yeah. Oh, because it's a ruin. And we can make a bridge. I will kill you. (laughs) Amazing. How many BP would that cost? Buildings, castle. Castle is 54 BP. So it will be 26, 27. So we can afford that. You could, yep. Instead of them being like, you could have it, but nothing else, you can have it now. Well, you can also buy build points as well um, with party golds and so on. Uh, there's a conversion rate, blah, blah, blah. I say we, we do a bunch of like necessary stuff. And then once the mine starts giving us gold, we buy BP and we turn this castle into uh, Fort Williams. Okay. I have my cousin's name. His name is Perthy Nass Clark. And we just call him Perthy. Oh, God. Um, it's Welsh for kin. Okay. Oh, it's not Baynard misheard someone who like said Percy and was just like, his name's Perthy. That's a name. <laughs> no, I, I, I picture him as like a, like a nasally little kid. Um, I made all his physical stats 10 and then he's got a 14 in charisma and intelligence and a 16 in wisdom. So he's pretty decent. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think that's pretty much good for tonight. Um, I know it's not a lot of action 
as far as the podcast goes, but it is a lot of groundwork for book two and further, right? Because it's like the kingdom is now part of the game. You're going to be dealing with this the whole time. It's nice that we had Kimple here and a nice little land break. Oh, and part of your new uh, charge is to deal out, deal with the uh, Southern Greenbelt. Ooh. I didn't say that in the writ. <laughs> no, it comes after you finish I know the what, kingdom. I know what this one says, and I know it didn't say that. <laughs> I just need Kimple to say to the south. To the south! There we go. Perfect. So I didn't realize you were setting me up for the bit. <laughs> I put so much faith in you guys, and you just never come up to bat. I'll accept when it comes to the Staglord's head. You discourage bits so much that you've made this into some sort of dystopian bitless future. <laughs> <laughs> just like the natural feel. 